Hello and welcome to Pixel Pals. My name is Anadute and today I am joined by my lovely friend, Zach. We have a great episode for you all today. We're talking video games. What kind of video games are we talking about, Zach? RPGs! We are going to determine the best RPG of all time. We reached out to you, the listeners, kind of, if you follow us on Twitter. Um, also, if you follow my other social medias and the Facebook group, we asked what was the best RPG of all time. Um, and Zach, we got some interesting answers. Um, so, disclaimer, there were a few games that were put out there that unfortunately are not RPGs. They are action RPGs, which, yes, there's a big difference. Huge so difference. So action RPGs are action games that give you some choice, mainly in gear options and, like, skills. Um, but the story is the same no matter what you do. Yeah. The story is going to be what the story is, um, which is not an RPG. So Some examples of that would be, like, God of War or The yeah. Last of Us, um, yeah. just too specific. Also, some people put in uh, various MMORPGs, although I love them. Um, we're just focusing on single-player uh, RPGs for today and yep. deciding what is the best. Now, Zach, how are we going to rank all these? What are our criteria for the rank? Actually, we should probably go on break first before we do this. Yes, I agree. Let's, okay, let's take we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Zach, what is our criteria for today's ranking system? Senator, we have five, count them, five things that we need of these games. Number one, immersion. How immersed are you in this world? Do you feel like you're in it, or does it feel like you know, you're just pressing buttons on a screen? Mm -hmm. you know? Choice. The amount of choice the game gives you, the amount of story choice it gives you. If I do one thing and Xanadu does another, how drastically will that change the story? And this can also include things like dialogue options. And we'll even say that choice to build the character that you want or like character creation. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times in RPGs, you want to see yourself in that world. Yes. Uh, environment. What's it like to be in the world? I know immersion is one thing, but is it fun to be immersed in this world? Is it a fun environment? Is it an interesting environment? What does it look like? Yeah. How much of the environment are you actually able to explore or Interact are you more with? on like a rail system where most people are going to find the same items and things? Mm -hmm. So, um, and then what's the next one? Number five, story. Is the story good or is it boring? That one's pretty self-explanatory. It's and it's all, but it's also very important for an RPG it is. because that is mainly what you're investing in, you know. And especially when it comes to choice too, you know, is yeah. the are the choices different enough to make my playthrough worth it? If Xanadu's doing something different, is it worth it for me to try a different path? Exactly. And the last and possibly the most important, gameplay and game mechanics. Basically, how much control do you have over your environment? Like, what can you do to influence the environment? Um, you know, just how... Because there are some, like, amazing RPGs that are, like, text-based and stuff like that. But, you know, you don't really get to do too much. That would mm -hmm. really make it fun, I guess... Fun might be the uh, unspoken sixth uh, right. mechanic or right. uh, criteria, but gameplay mechanics is just going to be how does the game run? You know, kind of important. Yeah. All right. So, um, without further ado, let's start off this list. So we just kind of pulled the most answered games that we saw, and or just ones that we know are 
Very good. Yeah. So how about we just go through the list of games yep, and, and then we'll, we'll just talk a little off. bit about how this is going to work. Right yep. now we have a list of probably like 15 to 20 games. Yep. And what we're going to do is we are going to pick the top five from this list. We're going to have to debate and kind of make some you know, decisions. If we absolutely need another one, we'll do six. And then we're going to have to take those six and narrow it down to one. Um, if your favorite game is not picked, it doesn't mean it's a bad RPG. But me and Zach, this is our, I would say, our favorite genre oh, video yeah. games for me, for sure. And Zach also. Yeah, it's up there for me. It's like between this and like action RPGs. Uh, but also keep in mind that not all of us have played all of these games. There yes. may be some games that I've played that Zach hasn't. There may be some games that Zach's played and I haven't. And then there's some games that neither of us have played, but we recognize that they are very important and very good games. So yes, um, let's start off. I wish this wasn't the first one. <laughs> Zach, what is the first game in the list? How about you do three, I'll do three. Yep. Uh, so the first game in the list is one of my favorite games of all time, The Witcher 3. The second game is the original Paper Mario on the N64. And the third is kind of just the the franchise in general, but uh, Pokemon. Yeah, we couldn't really... There's going to be some of these where it's a specific game from a franchise, but there's also... like How, how could we pick a certain Pokemon game, right? I'd say black and white is one of the better ones. But oh, right. Like, I don't want to. I get... mean, also not to be that guy, but they're all pretty much the same game. So. That is a whole nother episode. We right. could do that, but we, it, not today. Will, yeah. um, South Park and the Stick of Truth was oh, requested a, a lot. One. It is a really good game. Dark Souls. And I just want to point out that I feel like Dark Souls are more of an action RPG than an RPG because the emphasis is always on the combat. We'll put it up there because there is lore. There is a story going on behind. Yes. I feel like an Elden Ring more, so maybe we could just change like Elden Ring. Yeah, I, yeah I agree. And then Chrono Trigger, uh, which is an older RPG that I don't know if it ever got remastered, but I think it's can... did. I, I don't know, know if it got remastered, but you can still play it. Like yes. they Yes, it's still very easy to find. They brought it back. Uh the next three are Borderlands, Fallout New Vegas, and Skyrim. I also debated on putting Skyrim on this list. We listen, we all love Skyrim, right? So I I do I I love Skyrim. I'm fucking over Skyrim. The only choices you have are how to build your character and what guilds you do. It's not like your choices are really influencing the story. Right, like the story is going to end the same way regardless of what you do. But that's only really one of our criteria, so we're putting yes, Skyrim exactly. up there. Um, right underneath this is Oblivion. So I'm a little weird, but I feel like Skyrim and Oblivion are so different in what they were trying mm -hmm. to accomplish that I can justify putting them both up there. Yes. Um, I knew that there was going to be a bunch of Bethesda stuff up here. Mm -hmm. We have Oblivion, Mass Effect, and then Secrets of Mana. Interesting. I have not played Secrets of Mana, but it I've is, heard about it's it. It's a very good game. Um, all right. Now you uh, The next are Divinity, Original Sin 2, KOTOR, which is Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars, and uh, Suikoden. Uh, Suikoden. Suikoden. Fucking whatever. The only reason why I know how to pronounce this is because the triple kick Triple Click uh, podcast did a review that was very entertaining and very knowledgeable. So I've never played it, but I know a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. Then we have Undertale, Dragon's Dogma, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, man, that, Red, Red Dead's so good. I, I, <laughs> and then uh, the last two are the Dragon Age franchise and Earthbound. Yeah, since uh, the Dragon Age games are different in each iteration, but mm -hmm. they kind of end up playing out the same way. You do have a lot of control over who's in your party right, and right. you know stuff like that, but I, I was going to put Inquisition there, and then I was like, what is the best Dragon Age game? But we, we know what they are. Right. Um, um, also, same with Mass Effect. Yes, I feel like Ma the Mass, Mass Effect, Effect 2 Ma is probably Ma the best. Well, yes, but... we all know Mass Effect 2 is the best, but like I feel like just Mass Effect as a whole, because yeah. it's also one of the... Mass Effect is one of the few games where the story carries throughout all three games. Which... Is a really cool for immersion. Yeah, but let's let's start yeah. off. Um, so why don't we just kind of? So I think, how do we just want to 
just kick ones off that we just know we don't really want to talk about. <laughs> Is I, that messed I, up? How about we, I think that that could work. This is all happening in real time, by the way, everybody. We did yes. not plan today's episode no. until maybe like 12 hours we ago. We never where I planned. Zach and I was like, hey, we don't have a guest this week. <laughs> so this is all off the cuff. There's no bracket or anything. No. I would like to say that, yeah, I think that's a good idea, Zach. Okay. How about you pick one and I pick one of things that we don't think are going to make the final five? Okay. Um, I don't see Borderlands making the final five. That's what you're picking out of this whole yeah. thing. You're picking Borderlands. Yeah. What the fuck, Zach? You're going to do me dirty like that this I early on? absolutely am. This is going to get... This is a bloodbath, everybody. I mean, dude, okay. Other than Borderlands 2, what, like, what's good about them? Okay. All right. Let's use our scale. This is why we made okay, the fine. scale. Okay, fine. Fuck. Ah, shit. Okay. okay. For immersion... <laughs> I think they do a really good job with voice lines mm -hmm. and creating, um, you mm -hmm. know, characters that are believable for the world that they're in. Yes. Choice. You are automatically get the choice of picking between one or four characters. Um, other than that, though, it's just your weapons and loot. Right. So I do don't think there's a ton of right. choice. There's not a lot in the of game. choice. Uh, environment. The environment's dope. I it is, that. It's the, dope, the but it is limited. I want to yes. say it's limited in the fact that there's like not much you can do to it. Yeah, you can't. There's like barrels and stuff that explode, but it's not like that's you're really getting in depth mm -hmm. on the building right. and stuff like that. That's not what the focus of the game is. Um, story, story is very fun. It is. I think that if we're rating Borderlands as a whole series, all right, fine. Borderlands isn't the one. All right, fuck. No, right. no, Borderlands as a whole series. Yes, as a whole series. Sure. It's okay. bad <laughs> I, yes. because of all the the prequel, the pre sequel. It's not Borderlands great. Two that's is goaded. A... Borderlands Three is kind of but. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. Like, so the first let's, two are let's great. not count out Borderlands okay, yet. Okay, um, scroll up, scroll up. Uh, do we want to get rid of... Mm, I know nothing about Secrets of Mana or Undertale, so I wouldn't be upset if those got booted either. I... Or I know enough about Undertale, but like Secrets of Mana, no, no, no nothing Let's about. look up Secrets of Mana. So I am not opposed to taking off Secrets of Mana okay. because I don't feel like it ages particularly well, but like we are talking about the best oh. RPG of all time. Yes, you, we're looking at for live footage of what this game is now. Oh, you, you know what it is. I do. It was originally yeah, released in 1993. Um, yes, I'm old enough to view this page. Thank you. Um, is this really? Uh, all reviews are mixed. All right. So this is the remake that they did. Um, it's a $40 game right now. Okay, so I don't... I played this game a very, very long time, but yeah, I'm okay if this one kicks it. Yeah, let's 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 throw a strike through this one. I don't really remember enough. If this game is your favorite game of all time, sorry, sorry. Um, I don't know how to do a strike through. So I'm just gonna delete it. Okay, <laughs> uh, now I get to pick one, right? Yeah, I am going to pick. Ooh. I'm going to pick South Park and the Stick of Truth. Oof. I do love this game. It's very fun, very witty, very comical. Yes. Uh, it does yeah, like exactly the, the, what it's trying the to dialogue, do. The dialogue, like when I say you're literally watching an episode of South Park, I mean you're watching an episode of South Park. Just the way that the graphics are, like it legit feels like you're watching an episode of South Park. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like there's not enough in terms of like mechanics or immersion really to it gets really repetitive it does it. yeah um, but it's it might be one of the funniest games i've ever played oh yeah but when we're talking about our criteria right, of yeah, immersion, does, choice it, environment yeah. story gameplay mechanics yeah I think doesn't, other doesn't games add that up do it very better all right you pick one i pick one we'll make our case if we don't agree with what we're picking 
I want to do, do I want to do it? No, not yet. Um, I don't I don't dick about Earthbound. I don't either. All right, peace out. All right, sorry. <laughs> we were a little we were born a little too late to be into Earthbound. I yeah. mean, I know we can go back to it. It's on I believe it's on the virtual console whatever thing that mm -hmm. Switch has. Um, I tried to I also am just not into like for some, for me some of the best RPGs like immersion is a big part of this. Yes. Like I want to feel like I'm there and when I'm looking at top-down sprites, I really don't yeah, get I don't that immersion. Feel there. And I know that every JRPG is like that. Like Swakuden is very like that. So that's going to be my pick actually is Swakuden. Um because it, it's a lovely but, game. But but Xanadu Swaiku is one of the best legendary Pokémons of all time. Yes, Suicune. Oh fuck. My crystal version. <laughs> um Got sold at a garage sale a Oof. long time ago. Yeah, my mom, when I was in college, sold all my her? stuff. No, no, because okay. I love Murder's her very bad. much. We all make mistakes. What? Skyrim. Okay, yeah, I actually, <laughs> I, I agree sorry. with that. Skyrim is a super fun adventure story game. The role-playing mechanics are kind of there. You get to pick which guild you're in. You know what I mean? You, you pick get your to, race. Yeah, you get to build your character. But your actions have little to no consequence on the story. Yeah. You are, you know what I mean? You're just going through the same towns. And if I play the game and Zach plays the game, we'll probably, if unless we play wildly different characters, we're going to interact with the game pretty much the same way. Right. And the, especially the story. We're going to have the same story throughout. And the story in Skyrim, honestly. Not great. Not great. No. no I, the fine. story in Oblivion is much better, mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, yeah. We'll see uh, Oblivion Gates and all that jazz. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we can take Skyrim out. I am going to make the case that we should remove Dragon's Dogma. Sure. Dragon's Dogma is more, it. it's very similar to Dark Souls, in my opinion, as someone who doesn't play Dark Souls that much. <laughs> um, but it's more of like a hack and slashy game. You know, like the action is a huge focus of it. And that's fine. We're just talking about role playing games. Right. Okay. So now how much we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. We have 13 games left on this list. Games left. And I don't know if we're going to be able to fill a whole episode. So hopefully you watched a movie this weekend. Oh, I did watch I'm a movie just, this weekend. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, what, what is your pick? I'd be axing Paper Mario. I honestly, I don't, I, I think we should keep Paper Mario oh, up there. Oh, okay. No, I, that's Paper fine. Mario is... It's a great one. It's just when I look at these, I see better. Yeah. Okay, l let me just remind myself. I have to go to the internet again. Um, we're not talking about Super Mario RPG. We're talking about Paper Mario. Um... If we're talking about it as a franchise, I'm actually going to agree with you because the original Paper Mario is very good, but then they came out with some other ones that, I mean, they tried to do it. Um, it just right. didn't end up being very well. That's okay, fine. we can take off Paper Mario. It is a very good Sorry, game. Paper All Mario. of these games are very good, everybody, okay? We're, this is hard for us. This is, yeah, this is not. Uh, I want to take off Dark Souls slash yeah. Elden Ring. Nope, that's fine. Um, again, more of an action RPG, just yeah, the like, role playing elements are not there. You've little to no dialogue choices. Yep, yep, yep. Um, like I, again, once we hit the top five, then we're really going to have to start using the ranking system. Right yes. now, we're just kind of weeding yeah, we're this just list weed, down. weeding it down. Um, I'd be okay with... We each pick one more, then we're going to start picking the ones that we want in our top five. Yeah, um, I'd be okay with Dragon Age. You want to take out Dragon Age? Yeah, I'd be okay, I'd be okay with it. What's your reasoning? Um, I Well, partially because I don't know enough about the series, but also I just... I, I don't know. I, I feel like, like I said, it's, it's kind of like the same thing where it's like, 
when I, when I think of Dragon Age, I think it's a good game, but then I look at everything else that's on this list and I think it does it better. I could see that. Um, I'm just giving myself a quick little refresher because, okay, nope. Um, there's actually several different endings to Dragon Dragon, so I did not realize I've only beaten one. Okay, uh, we could take off Dragon Age. Okay. I, I agree with that. I do think they're really good games. I have yes. a ton of fun with them. And they are really good RPGs, right? Yeah, this are. is the best of the best. So it's going to be very tough to narrow this down. Yes, it's like, it's um, like, like the, the Babe Ruths of the, of the RPGs. You know? I would like to take out... I would like to take out Borderlands. Right. Now that I'm looking at it more, it's more yeah. of a looter shooter. It's just right. not... I, I shouldn't have... Fought so hard for it. it, I know. Earlier. Um, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games left oh, uh, to put in the top five. Then they're going to battle it out. You pick a game that you want in there, and I'll pick a game that we want in there. In or out? In. Now we're doing the top five. Oh, I want Witcher. Okay, Witcher 3. Good doy. Um, I am going to pick Fallout New Vegas. I saw that a mile away. I uh, Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we didn't do like all the Fallout franchises. Oh, I know. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. it would have helped. No, that no, not at all. Um, I want Kotor. Really, you're picking Kotor over Red Dead Redemption Two. I was really bet banging on you picking Red Dead Redemption Two, but yeah, okay. no, right. yeah, no, I'll put down Kotor. Uh, okay, because no, yes, but uh, Divinity. I am picking Divinity Original Sin Two. Okay, if if I know you haven't played that game, Zach, but no, 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 I that's will, fine, that's fine. I know it's you, like playing D and D by yourself. You've talked. You've talked <laughs> I'll, I'll go to bat for that. Game. Um, I will do Red Dead Two. Well, this is the last one we both have to agree on. I'm picking Red Dead Redemption. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I'm, so sorry, everyone. The, so now this is what got cut from that last thing. We took out Undertale. Undertale is no longer. I love Undertale. It's a very fun game. It's more niche than a lot of these RPGs. Um, it's more based on like relationships and whether or not you want to choose to do certain encounters. Um, I haven't played Deltarune, which is like the DLC or the continuation or a whole new thing. I don't know. Um, Undertale is fun, but again, I, I, it loses itself in the immersion, yeah. um, just the way that the art style is. And for some people, it doesn't matter, but we're talking about me and Zach. Right. Um, Pokemon got kicked out. Womp womp. I'm really surprised, Zach. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean... I feel like when it comes to the our criteria, though. Story doesn't change. Story doesn't change. Choices don't change. Choices don't matter. It, it, Besides your team. But, that, exactly. but that's like having different items, like in God of War, right? Or, or Zelda. Like, yeah. it's... I totally um, agree. Uh, yeah. And Oblivion... Actually, I'm really mad that Oblivion and Mass Effect didn't make it. Oh. Yeah. I'm Honestly, sorry. I think we got to switch out KOTOR for one of these. I, I, was, I don't think KOTOR oh, is better than Mass Effect. I don't think KOTOR... I, yeah, you're right. I Shit. I I will <laughs> no, that's fine. You're submit right. on Oblivion... Because mm -hmm. it was a buggy mess, yes. but I think Mass Effect no. has. To okay, be okay, there. no, I can, I can, I can live with that. That's fine. So our top five is The Witcher Three, Fallout New Vegas, Mass Effect, Divinity Original Sin Two, and Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I don't want to start at the top because that's going to hurt Zach's feelings too much. So let's start at the bottom. So Red Dead Redemption Two, feelings. we have immersion, choice, environment, story, gameplay, mechanics. So I think, and I mean this with all my heart, I think. Red Dead 2 is the best of all of these except for choice. Yeah, I'm really trying to... Str I'm struggling to find something wrong with the immersion. There isn't. I saw this TikTok the other day where the um, the, the clotheslines that have clothes on them mm -hmm. have their own physics. You can walk under a like a piece of yeah. fabric and it's going to like hang on your uh -huh. head. Yeah, it is. That's insane. 
That's so that's immersion and environment. Like, and just even to go farther into immersion, it's like if you get into a gunfight and you get shot up a couple of times and you're bloody, you walk through a river, you hang out in a river for for a minute and you get out, no more blood. Or you get mauled by a bear. Guess what? You're going to have scratches there for probably a good hour or two of gameplay time. Like, it's just, there's just so much cool stuff. It's the same thing with your horse. If your horse is muddy, you run it through the river to clean it off and then... Guess what? It starts to move faster and wants to do better because you just cleaned them. And the story was very good. The story was phenomenal. I, I, I mean, that's I, one of the only games to ever make me cry. I got the ending spoiled to me, um, so I did, oh, I did too. I, I saw but, it coming, but but that's also the thing. If you you know how Red Dead works, they kind of I saw it coming a mile away as well. But it's, it's it doesn't make it any easier though. Um, um, so I think really the choice is the, and you do have a few choices in the game with yeah, certain, but it, ca- certain missions you will have. Right. But the overall story, like, I mean, it's basically just like, how do you want Arthur to die? Do you want him to die honorably or do you want him to die like a piece of shit? Like, Whoa, that's about spoiler it. Spoiler alert for a game that came out a long like, time ago. Almost like five years, six yeah. years ago. Like, I mean, yeah, that, like, that's pretty much the only choice. It's, yeah. Do you want Arthur to die like a piece of shit? Or do you want him to die like an honorable man? That's about it. If you pick the... Piece of shit, shit one yeah. fuck you. I made a TikTok about that exact situation yep. a long time ago. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Red Dead Redemption 2, Red Dead Redemption 2 holds up pretty well on all of these. Let's go to Divinity Original Sin 2. This is all you, Bubby. Okay, and I'll be unbiased. I This game is a masterpiece. It is, is it? so fun. It's like playing D&D by yourself. You, unbiased, You huh? manage a, <laughs> uh, a party of four people or two people or one person if you play the lone wolf mode. Immersion, um, it is an isometric game. So top-down, just like Diablo yep. Yep. or V Rising or any of those. Um, but even then, like the environment, you can interact with it. Um, you can there's you know, you can talk to anybody with different dialogue choices. So mm. the choice it has a ton of choice. So immersion is kind of eh. Choice is really good. You can choose the classes for each of your characters, you can choose several different dialogue options depending cool. on what traits you get. Um you can choose to do certain missions or not certain missions. Like the choice is really there in them. Nice. Um, the environment, the environment is important, but it really only plays in when you're doing a combat encounter since it's turn-based, just like D and D where you have your action you mm-hmm. know, goes by initiative. Right. Right. So you're using the environment in combat outside of outside that. Of it, not so much. It, you're really, it doesn't really matter. You're just trying to find the next person. Mm-hmm. The story is, I want to say amazing. Um, but at sometimes you're like, man, that's kind of a stretch. Okay, you're like becoming a god, like you you're a god woken, mm-hmm. so you have to communicate with the god gotcha. and learn god powers. The story's good overall, and gameplay mechanics are very good. Um, again, it is a different type of RPG though, so it's not action RPG; it's more turn based. Divinity Original Sin Two, I would say, is probably a little bit lower on Red Dead for this because mm-hmm. of the environment and the immersion are not as there. Yeah, that's me being unbiased okay um i guess i'll take off mass effect mass effect is also um it's oh god the series as a whole is so close to being a masterpiece the third game really fucked it up i think with the story the third game really fucked it up have you played andromeda i have not played andromeda no don't. Yeah, well, and, I, well, and that's why I'm not going to. I it's heard. not that bad. If you're a diehard fan, series, right, right. you're going to enjoy but it. But, like, I mean, you know, gameplay and mechanics it only gets better and better as the series goes on. Yep. Um, Story only gets better and better until the end. And I think with the story, it sucks because the whole game has been so focused on choosing your path and choosing how you want to. You're a renegade or a vanguard. Or what's the other one? Uh, I think vanguard, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but even then, but it's like, oh, dang, like, I made this one choice. 
20 hours ago and it's really biting me in the ass now um and that but it's like oh wow and now i only have two choices to end my entire like so that kind of sucked. Um, the environments, whatever. Uh, environments, the same thing as well. I would no, no. no I, I'm, I'm agreeing with, with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm agreeing with you. I think the environment really only plays when you're doing combat and you're trying to find cover or mm-hmm. trying to set up traps and stuff mm-hmm. or use abilities. It does not play in when like you're exploring a city and stuff. Yeah, yeah or, you like you know, people, or, but... you know, you're driving around your little car on the planets. It doesn't really play yeah. in and like too too much. Um, choice. I mean. Up there, until there up until the end, are it's some choices. Oh, there's a the, lot of there's great di- choices. Yeah, dialogue, dialogue options, choices, um, story again, options. I mean, this is going to come into play when we talk about Fallout New Vegas, but it's like good guy, bad guy. Well, right? Yes. <laughs> like, there's it, well, not a ton of it, Yes, it's going to come into play when we, and especially also with The Witcher, which Xander was actually shocked that there were several different endings to The Witcher Three. Which I, I'm, I'm sorry, I never beat it. You know what? I will do a don't. Uh, we'll, we'll do a Patreon goal where if enough people donate, I will be forced to. Play and Dude, I will. The I will do it by your side too. I will sit here and do it with you, man. There's some fun mods for that game. I'm sure there are. But anyways, um, immersion. I feel like you're pretty. Uh, mm-hmm. It's nah. it's really hit or miss. I felt I felt like the immersion I, was really good in two, but yes. then I also feel like though this is kind of just like it's a product of the times as well, though. Yeah. Where you know you can only be immersed so much in a game that doesn't look as great as you and like i feel like it's tougher too because i just recently played them all so i have a much different lens on it than people who have who played like I, I played them when they first came out exactly and then i replayed them maybe like four or five years ago right so it's it's funny you know going from red dead 2 where if you didn't if you just did a quick glance you'd think you're watching a movie yeah to this where it's like oh this is a video game ass game um yeah, so immersion is kind of and, meh, and that's why I do kind of feel bad about writing off like Undertale, Chrono Trigger, um, Chrono Trigger, and Secret of Mana so quick. But again, like it's a product of the times. Like right. we've definitely made leaps and bounds in advancement of how like immerse and how combat can work and stuff like that. So those mm-hmm. are great games. I've loved playing them. Um, but again, we're talking about the best of the best, and I feel like the best of the best is going to be a game that probably came out within the last 10 to 12 years. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, okay, so now we have Fallout New Vegas. This is your baby. This is I if this doesn't win, it's going to be close because immersion, choice, environment, story, gameplay mechanics. I mean, they went so hard. Obsidian went so hard for they, this. The they... choice the dialogue options. First off, you can have several different endings depending on whether or not you side with the NCR, Caesar's Legion, Yes Man, the Boomers. If you do the Yes Man ending, oh, then you get to pick. Or isn't that one too, right? Or no? Yes, but they're not. You can keep them alive, but you can't do like a specific oh, oh, gotcha, Brotherhood gotcha, of Steel okay. ending. Um, so you have a lot of options on how you end the game. You can choose to do your own thing. You can choose to kill Mr. House um, yep. with the NCR. There's like literally 15 different ways that you can end depending on how you want it to go. Some of the dialogue options are the best ever created. You uh, you probably remember where oh, yeah. you go to that guy who's like visiting a war memorial like for his brother. Yes, I think. Uh, okay, I, I'm going to tell going, you. Keep going, keep going. So I, you I, have the option to be like, oh, like he was a respected service member. Oh, like, right, or you can be like, yo, fucking me sucked. Yeah, no, you can be like, <laughs> your brother was a little bitch. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. died, and then he immediately starts firing on you, and then you can kill him, and then it, it's just like a really fun, chaotic option to have. Um, I think the environment is believable for like the Mojave Wasteland. Like, it's pretty good for the time. Yes, there's definitely a lot of limitations. The story's fairly very, good. Yeah, fairly good. Yeah, it's, it's fairly good. But no, but I agree with you. Like on the choice, 
It, like I, mean, I, I've never played it, but it's one of those where I recognize how good it is, and it's also just wild to me that they went from that to like Fallout Four, and like it just like now, yes, everybody just, shit on Bethesda for Fallout Four because it had really good gameplay mechanics. It did. It had fantastic gameplay mechanics and nothing else. But the story was just oh, so and, and the, the environment uh, was pretty cool. But yeah, I, the story was mad. I love Fallout Four. I have like three hundred hours in that game. So I, I'm saying this from a place of love. I'm just saying yeah, that no, Fallout 4 totally. had a significant drop-off. So Fallout New, Fallout New Vegas, I think the one that it doesn't really hit as much, um, the gameplay mechanics for the time were very good. The gunplay was solid. Mm-hmm. A lot of different choices. The, the vats and stuff. Vats and great. Um, I mean, it was kind of buggy, but yeah, every, well, every Bethesda game is. Um, I think where it lacks is the immersion, but it's kind of well, the like same problem with it, Mass Effect. Right, it's a product of the, of yeah. the times. You can only do so much. When you hit five loading screens because you're hitting, like, you're just going in and out of different buildings. Right. Like, it does take you out a little right. bit. Right. Um, Witcher 3, baby. This is your... This is all this me. Is, this is all you. Um, You know, when we talk about Master Class and Story, this is fucking one of them. This is one of them. You know, I played the game, and I had a very good friend that played the game, and we had significantly different endings due to different choices that we made. Um, you know, there, so there are three different endings. I'm going to spoil the game spoilers for a eight year old game. Yeah. Like, um, so you can either get one where Siri dies. You can get the one where Siri is alive and becomes the Empress of Nilfgaard. You can get the one. Milf guard. Nilf guard. N I L F A. Yes. Nilf guard. Um, Fuck, where was I? Uh, Siri dies, Siri becomes Empress. Siri survives and becomes a witcher with Geralt. Those are the Is three. Is that the best ending? It sounds like the that, best uh, Well, for me, yes, but also if Siri becomes the Empress of Nilfgaard, she actually makes a lot of like good changes and the world becomes a better place, but Siri doesn't want to be the Empress, so it's kind of like, mm, well, I want Siri to be happy. But And then there's also kind of like a secret ending for Geralt where if you were just a real piece of shit the whole game and then... If you are, Siri ends up dying, and then Geralt basically just goes and commits suicide. He just lets a horde of monsters just mob him and kills him. Oh. Have you gotten every ending? I have. Damn. Yes. Um, but it's cool because, you know, you have to do certain things throughout the game to warrant certain gameplay endings. So even if I did, you know, like, to get, like, the Siri Becomes a Witcher ending, you have to kind of be chill with her and really let her do her thing because, you know, she's growing up and she needs to learn. Um, however, you can slip up like once or twice and still get the good ending. Whereas if you don't, it's like, oh, but I was doing so good throughout. And then I, I didn't let Siri kind of learn her own lessons. And then it bites me in the ass. Um, and like all of the, like, you know, so there's three like main different stories and even, and even those like three main stories before you find Siri have separate endings. There's the bloody Baron story. There's the, there's the Novigrad story. There's the Skellige story. All of those have, yeah. Like there, all of those have different endings as well. So it's like there's just so much. So choice is pretty strong. You're gonna say yes. Choice okay. is very strong. Story very strong. Environment is not the worst. You know, there's it, it gets kind of boring a little bit before you hit Novigrad, where it's like, okay, I'm getting bored of the swamp. Then you hit Novigrad, and then it's like, oh, cool, we're in this bustling city. And then you yeah. go to Skellige, when it's a it's a little bit of both, where it's a little bit of wilderness, a little bit of city which is really cool, but there's not much you can really do in the environment. You know, there's monster nests you can blow up, or there's there, there's a lot of different activities to do on the map, but it's not like you interact with them. Well, that's actually not true, though, because you can go into different dungeons. You can, in the, in the dungeons, there are secret walls that you can find to go through, okay. kind of like Elden Ring. So environment's pretty good. 
Um, uh, what do you think is the what like? What do you think is the worst that gameplay it has? mechanics? Okay, I was gonna say that yeah. too because that was one of the most frustrating. Yeah, parts you get used to it after a while, and that's n- not necessarily a good thing, though. Well, you when you play Elden Ring, you know, or Dark Souls, if you've been playing, you know, God of War or something else, and you switch to that. It's a whole you have to learn all those new mechanics. And... Yes, but at least in Elden Ring, I'm playing it, and I'm like, no, but I know what I did, and I know it's my fault. Okay. It's... Whereas in The Witcher, I'm like, oh no, I dodged that way, and this guy's just a piece of shit, and yeah. I. They're like, oh, like I tried dodging, but I clipped on a tree and didn't let me dodge. And <laughs> okay. Like shit like that. All right. Um, and then so that those are five. So I think the way that this is gonna have to work is we're gonna have to eliminate them one at a time and put them against each other. Yeah. Um, is there I I say mm, it's gonna be tough for me physically because I've I think played, I know which I've two put, are gonna be on top though. I know which two are gonna be on top, but I put so not, much time into some of these games and I'm right. really mad that it's not the best RPG. Uh-huh. Okay, Mass Effect, I think we could take off. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mass Effect. Um, I, it's nothing, again, love the games. And I and I will say this, and I've said this a lot about a lot of different games, especially when it comes to Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring. Mass Effect walked so the, a lot of the RPGs to come after it could fucking fly. My biggest problem with Mass Effect is how redundant the combat will feel at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, you're using the weapons that you like. You know, Garrus is using the sniper, and you have... Someone else using it. Like, like the like shotgun, Kali, right. Yeah. right. But then at the end of the day, like once you find what's working for you, gameplay-wise, like you're not going to change it up the entire game. Yeah. Right. And it's just point-and-click adventure time. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else that you would like to take off that's glaringly obvious? Divinity, Original Sin, I only. I don't know anything it, about it. But I, 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 I agree it. with you. It is a tremendous game. If they ever make a third one, I will be the first one to buy it. Mm. Um but again, RPG style, it is, I would say it's more like a, like there are so many RPG elements to it. And the fact that you can do like a co-op campaign with somebody is also really cool. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Um, but I just think that it is more tactical battlefield simulator than it is like choice and battle, game. Right. Because you're playing four characters. Right. So it is hard to like narrow down and be like, I feel like this guy, and you have like your main character, but you can right, play as right. all of them, so. All right, we'll take that one off. We're left with Red Dead, Fallout, New Vegas, and Witcher 3. And this one is tough because my gut reaction is Red Dead 2, mainly because the story is what it is. And there, whereas like we, like you and I both gushed about with Witcher and Fallout New Vegas, there's lots of different endings for all of these different storylines. Whereas Red Dead, there's not. But I think about immersion. I think about I think about the gameplay and mechanics. There are so many different ways that you can play this yeah. game in terms of the weapons and like yes the shooting kind of becomes repetitive a little bit but there's also and we didn't talk about this there's also so many different side activities that you can get involved with and just get lost with yeah. the amount of blackjack and poker and yeah you know, all the bounties i feel the like hunting. we're getting bogged down a little bit with the choice aspect yes which we is are. important in rpg but really role playing is right. the biggest part exactly if and i am a cowboy and i want to go into saloon and play a deck and play a game of cards and then and shoot get, up the whole place and like, get shoot up the place after after i get shit faced like yeah. i can do that in red dead yeah and, and and there's consequences for that too it's not like i just walk out scot-free there you get like a 500 hundred dollar bounty and they throw you in jail if you don't have the money to pay it off yeah. and, and there's like, a difference between that and like a gta where gta is not role-playing it's more of a sandbox where red mm-hmm. dead has sandbox elements but again you are playing as a specific character yes and you are um, role-playing in that world you're, you're so right you are so right yeah i just didn't want to get bogged down on choice because yes. there are games where you have a ton of choices but i wouldn't necessarily feel like you feel like you're role-playing you don't feel like that character mm-hmm. I th- have we made our decision 
oh, I've made my decision, but only again because and now that you've enlightened me on this like role playing choice, and I I feel like the certain character. Yes, I've made my I've made my decision. I've had it made since the list was made, but okay, I'm what, very stuck in my way. Are you saying? Are you gonna say The Witcher? I am gonna say The Witcher. Okay, I'm saying Red Dead Redemption too. Holy. I did not see that coming. I love what a twist. I am a, oh, you I am bastard. The, I am you the bastard. I'm the biggest Fallout fan. Uh, I know you are. But I have to take my bias out of this because Fallout New Vegas is an amazing game. Best RPG of all time. We've come leaps and bounds. In, we have. In store. Like, I, I would hate to pick like the most recent game on this list as the winner, but like the but shit that's fine that too, you though. can do in that game is ridiculous. I spent, I remember one night I spent four hours literally playing Red Dead Redemption 2, and I was just like, Riding my horse around, yo! I like, just felt so good. Like, it does. The, it, it, like it really does. Like, tick a lot of boxes for me. And just like all the like, different shit I... that, like, and it's not like, I feel like Red Dead is one of the rare games where it's like, and even The Witcher has this problem a little bit, where it gives you a side activity, and I'm just like, fuck, I really don't want to go do this right now. Yeah. Red Dead. Every time, what a gang member was like, came up and goes, "Hey, Arthur, I just found a, I found a house that we can go rob. Let's go do it." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, hell, hell yeah, Let, sign me like, up." Or like every time Jose is like, "Yo, let's go fishing." I'm like, "Absolutely, yeah. I'm in." Um, fuck you, dude. Do you have a coin? Do you have a coin on you? No, but I have Schwazi. Oh, okay. Oh, we could do Schwazi. <laughs> uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Schwazi is like an app they use to see who goes first in things. So, um, if oh, if Zach's not gonna budge on The Witcher three, I'm not gonna budge I'm on Red Dead Redemption two. Because sorry, follow. But and it's that thing of like you say, you know, you feel like a character. When I'm playing The Witcher three, I feel like Geralt of Rivia. I okay. feel like I'm the fucking Witcher. All right, we're doing Schwazi. Right. Um, three, two, one. It's not working. Uh, oh, oh, it is me. Red Dead Redemption two is the best RPG of all time. Son of app a just told us that bitch. Uh, Schwazi, you suck. <laughs> Schwazi, I love you. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about other things that we're watching and enjoying. All right, we are back. We're going to talk about things that we are watching and enjoying and playing. Yeah. Zach, what is the new game that you've been playing? Um, a community member, shout out to Apollo. Um, I, I tweeted out on our Pixel Pals uh, Twitter account, Zach needs a game to play. He's getting kind of bored. And Apollo suggested Moon Moonlighter. And that is a very Zelda-esque game. You know, you, you explore dungeons, you get items in the dungeons. But here's the kicker. You then have to leave the dungeon, hopefully alive. And then you go back and you run a shop. And you oh. have to sell these items. And basically... The whole thing is like, oh, you know, your grandfather made the shop and for a while the town was bustling, but then people were going into these dungeons and dying too frequently. So the town kind of went to shit, but you are still in the town and you want to bring it back to its, you know, former glory. So you're going into the dungeons, running your shop, you're making money to then pay more people to open up shops there. Um, and it's, it's, it's very neat, but also like it's, it's a different gameplay loop that I didn't think I would like as much as it was. I didn't think I would actually give a shit about running my shop. Yeah. But it is that thing of like I'll be in the dungeon and then I'm, I get something really cool that I haven't seen or sold before. So I and I say to myself, "Oh damn, I got to either so you have this pendant and you have to pay it a certain amount of gold to and it'll just transfer you out of the dungeon, but if you don't have enough, you're like, "Shit, I got to make it. I hope I can find enough gold in, in this dungeon to get me out of here because this item could be really rare and it could really set me, set me up. Um, you know, so, and I didn't find, I didn't think 
going into it that I would care about that as much as I do. Then you thought you'd be more interested in the dungeon and just crawling. The, the dungeon than crawling, that, like, but yeah, like, yeah. and then, you know, you have to make money to then, like, and I mean, you got to make money to spend money, baby. Yeah. You buy, like, upgrades yes, and yes, hire and, people. And, yes, and, you know, the upgrades, too, come from the dungeons, though. So it is this thing of, I just got a new chest plate, but I had to get XYZ materials out of the dungeon. Okay. So I go into the dungeon and I grab all these materials and then I say to myself, shit, I hope I don't die because if I die, I lose everything. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's a good give and take and it's that thing of, oh, well, I'm feeling confident. You know what? I'm going to do one more room and then you get killed. And then and, that's when you die. Right. So, but yeah, that's been a lot of fun. I've been really enjoying that one. I have it on my Switch. I think it's like 20 bucks. A lot, great time. Nice. I've just you? been playing, uh, I've been playing V Rising yep. a lot, um, the vampire survival game. It's mm -hmm. very good in early access. Um, I think I'm going to try Neon White. This is the mm -hmm. game that I saw on TikTok. It was also on the Indie Game Showcase. Uh, it's kind of like uh, your first speed run. Um, that's what the whole game is. Like, you collect these cards, and the cards are actually like, like, weapons um, or abilities that you can use and it just seems like a really fun puzzle platformer kind of first person shooter i'll probably give that a try it's called neon white um and i believe it's only on steam it may be on something else i'm not sure wow um, but it's kind of like a parkour <laughs> shooter oh cool uh we've both been watching kenobi i know zach has a hard cutoff time uh oh no no, no i i'm good though i'm good okay. i just got a text that's all <laughs> all right uh so we've both been watching kenobi oh, boy. and i think the last episode was probably the best Yes, I got. I gotta get some shit off my chest about this though. So we're talking about episode five. So spoilers if you haven't seen episode five in three, two, one. Fuck you, Star Wars fans who are all like, "This show sucks. It's not giving me what I want. I want flashbacks." And blah blah blah. This episode got flashbacks, and people are saying, "Oh, well, now the show is good." I think ne the best part about the episode was the decision to make, uh, like the whole episode revolve Cut around throughout this the flashback. Kenobi and. Anakin fight. Yes, um, because the lesson in it was very cool. And it's so basically the lesson was, you know, Anakin, you're a great warrior, but you lack patience. You try to go in for the kill and it's going to screw you over. And and that's very indicative of just Vader and Anakin in and of itself. And, then, and yeah. it shows that in the episode. Yeah. And when Kenobi is down and he thinks that he has no options left, he uses, you know, his creativity and his resourcefulness to always overcome the challenge instead of. It really stems down to Anakin's goal is to kill or destroy in Kenobi's goal. As quick as possible. Yeah. And he's in not going to think of all the other yeah. options. He's in Kenobi's goal vision. is to survive or protect. Right. Which is always going to have like a more options available to them. Right. Yes. It's It really goes into, and even like there's a part where, you know, Reva, who's one of Vader's underlings, is like, I got you right where I want him. I'm going to bring him to you. And Kenobi's like, no, I'm bringing him to you because he's got... Like Vader, he's got tunnel vision when it comes to me. He does not see the big picture when I'm involved. Yeah. He's just so hell bent on destroying me. And it just it really neat. I'm really glad that they're doing it this way. And also, we're just getting awesome scenes of Vader being scary. Yeah. I, I think that there's a ton of people out there that are going to hyper focus on things that they don't enjoy about oh, the yeah. show, like Reva's character, backstory. Stuff like that. Which is so stupid, too. Um, I, I when you introduce fine. a new character like that and you try to make them complex and you try to hide some things, I think that's when people are going to be like, oh, this character has no depth. Well, it's like, well, well they're going to show it. But well, and that's the time. thing. It's like you've only watched two episodes of a six-episode show. Like, let's let's give it more time to breathe. I think uh, media as of late has kind of ruined serialized viewing, though, where, like, because I feel like if this whole show came out at once and you could binge the whole thing, people would be saying much different things about it. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that 
I think people are little babies, Zach, mm-hmm. and they need to be coddled and swaddled. And they need to be tucked in. Yeah, and I don't think, I think a lot of Star Wars fans specifically oh, are yes. kind of, I don't want to say used to it, but expect it. And we're, now we're running into a time where, yeah, there are some things being spoon fed. Those fights, you know, they're awesome. Oh, yeah. But there is like a little bit of depth to these characters. There's a little bit of mystery. I don't want to say we a can lot. explore. Still, and, right. You know, that's half the reason why people like these because you theorize and you're like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. Or I wonder right. what's going on. through Exactly. Heck. There are some things that are very easy to point out, mm-hmm. but there's also some things that we don't have answers to. And I think that's which where is the also fine. Kind of it's also fine to be like, OK, well, let's tune in next. week. Yeah, we don't happens. know everything. Right. Um, enough about that though. I went to the theater this weekend. Surprise, surprise. To see you saw Lightyear. I correct? did see Lightyear. I actually, I, I don't want to. Um, no, I loved it. I, I yeah. did love it. I, it. It looks fun. Uh, yeah. Um, there was like one big choice where I'm like, oh, that was fucking stupid. And and it was the, it was the women kissing, right? Absolutely not. I know. I'm just for the I'm fucking. Just no, I know. You. For the fucking people that are like, yo, Disney's. Shoving their woke agenda down our throats, and that's what this movie's tanking. When I say that it was a 0.5 second kiss on the lips in a fucking montage, because and I'm not gonna spoil anything about yeah. it, but it was in a fucking montage of shit happening. It was a point. It was like a five second, like it was a quick kiss on the lips. And that's it. They didn't hang on it. They didn't linger on it, which also just felt more natural because like I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like when I'm leaving, it I kiss my like fiance a, on the lips yeah. before I go to work. I'm like, bye, babe, love you, moi. Here's what. Here's what I think. I think there's a lot of people out there that think the existence of gay people, black people, people of color being put into TV shows is inherently political. And it's not. It's not. Those are people that exist. They're allowed to mm-hmm. exist in media. It doesn't matter if they're a character. And funny enough, the character in question is also black. Yeah, I, I know. And like, so, it's just fucking wild to me. I, just, I, I find it very, it's, it's a very large leap of, I don't want to say faith, it's a very large leap to say that since these characters exist in this media, this that is it is it's political. Tanking. It's right. not oh, that political. Too. Yeah. The, no, people, this movie exist. is far from like this is a fun space adventure. This is not a fucking political drama. This is not Game of Thrones. This is not Star Wars because yeah, Star Wars is political. <laughs> yeah, it's always been. And uh, it's always been. This is a fun space adventure where Buzz Lightyear is just trying to save the day. Yeah. That is it. There is zero politics involved. Like it, 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 but and it's that thing of like, I mean, you know, the whole shtick of the movie is like, oh, you know, in 1995, Andy went to go see a movie yeah. and it be, turned into his favorite movie. This is that movie. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's that thing of like, you know, as an adult, I'm like, oh, some of these things are paper thin, but also this movie isn't made for me. It's made for the 10 year olds. And I guarantee you when I was, if I was, saw they, this movie, they don't give a shit. Exactly. If I saw this movie <laughs> between the age of five and 10, I would think it was the coolest fucking thing on planet earth yeah like it was just it was a lot of fun um the side characters were a lot of fun i was and and it, it had the it even had the good old pixar like oh man you you, you hit me in the feels and i'm choking up yeah. and i want to cry so it, it it's a great movie don't get hung up on people saying that oh you know they're trying to just be super woke and shove it down your throat because they're not they said the same thing for reva's character in Kenobi and like literally Ewan McGregor had to be like stop being fucking racist my favorite like, part is everyone's like yo this is just a Reva show and I'm like bro she's barely fucking in it yeah like like, like she's the antagonist so yeah she's gonna be in it but she's not she's not really like in it a lot and like she's not in it enough to be like this isn't even a Reva show whereas with the book of Boba Fett I was like this is barely a Boba Fett show because half the season isn't about him yeah. Where, so to, yeah. to end yeah just because they exist and they look different than you doesn't mean they don't belong. It doesn't mean it's not political. That doesn't mean it's political. It's just 
that's people that exist. They have different skin colors than kids. Stop review bombing a fucking movie made for kids. And that's I think that's <laughs> you, the, have you, you've seen that right? Yes. Some fucking score on Metacritic. People, are, yes, it's these like fucking thirty three year olds with Cheeto dust on their fingers. I mean, like this movie was pandering and stupid, and the plot was made for ten year olds. And it's like, yes, exactly. The day Metacritic figures out how to filter out like people who've actually seen it or like review bombs is the day we're all going to rejoice on the internet. I think what needs to happen is they need to get children to review children's movies. Because guess what? It's yeah. made for them. Yeah. Because I've like, it's, and, it's a smart idea. Because there are some children's movies that I have seen, like the Emoji movie, and I've talked to kids about it, and they're like, "Bro, that movie sucked." Yeah. But then no, it, they know. They right. Know. And it's like, but then I talked to kids about Lightyear because I know a few that have seen it already, and they said it was amazing. So, yeah. Well, that's our rant. That's our rant. Thank uh, you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at PixelPelsPod. We also have a email address if you want to email us ideas for episodes. Um, we've already gotten a few. Maybe not through the email, but through people that have reached yeah, out to me. people and cool whatnot. episode yeah. ideas coming up. Um, and that's about it. Yep. Zach's on vacation next week, so there will be a guest. Yeah, it's going to be me and um, Cookie Cutter. Nice. Uh, we're going to – I don't I don't know what we're talking Tune about. Tune in next week to find <laughs> Tune out. Tune in next week, yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a good week, everybody. Stay hydrated. And, Zach, what do we say at the end of it? Pixel Pals out. Pixel Pals out.